You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast, part of the Passion Podcast Network. I don't know if there are 10 more potent verses of scripture than the ones we're landing on today in Ephesians chapter two, starting in verse one. It opens with the phrase, as for you. Now, can we say that together? Because that's kind of getting it down to me and you this morning. As for you. Say it with me. As for you. Did you ever get in trouble and like your brother and sister, I don't know how this all worked at your house, but usually there was an instigator of things and then a reciprocator of things. Did that ever happen at your house? Who was, who was the instigator in your family? Anybody here? I was the instigator. I was the one starting it all. Who was, or were you the reciprocator? They started it. You just finished it, right? You know, you understand that? And so when, whenever you get where your parents would have had enough and they finally sat you down, who'd they start with? And my family would always start with the instigator and they would say now, or, or no, actually it depends on who it was, my mom or dad. If it was my dad, he'd be leaning on my sister and he would want to whip me. And if it was my mom, she would want to whip me also. So that's kind of how the way it worked at our house. But um, they'd always say, now, da 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 blah, 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 blah. Now you go to your room. And then you'd go like, oh no, I'm in here alone with a parent and it's not going to be pretty. Whatever they're going to do to me, they didn't want her to see. So it's going to be bad right now. And so you go to your room and then they would kind of turn to you and say, now, now as for you, young man, anybody ever heard those words before? So we're done with all of them now and we've heard all the business now, but as for you, because they just got grounded. They just got certain privileges taken away. They can't talk on the phone. Uh, they can't, they got their cell phone confiscated. They're not going to whatever, whatever, but that's what they got. Okay. And so you're thinking, okay, maybe I'm getting that. That's not too bad. And then they say, now ask for you. And you're like, oh, it's going to be worse than that for me. Right. Have you ever felt that before? That's what you feel as you shift gears into Ephesians chapter two, verse one. He's really sort of bringing the pendulum around because he's talked about in verse one where we left off last week, the power of God, the dunamis of God, the dynamite of God, which raised up Christ from the dead and seated him in the heavenly realms with God Almighty. He said that kind of power is available to you. And then he talks about the resurrection of Jesus, how that power raised Christ up, seated him at the right hand of God, above all rule and authority and every name and every title, and how he put everything in subjection under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So he sort of goes on a Jesus uh, talk for a minute about the power of God to raise him from the dead. And then he says, oh, let me come back to you, believers in Ephesus, who I'm actually writing the letter to, because I got caught up in the resurrection of Jesus for a minute. So let me come back to you now. As for you. Okay, here's where you were. You ready? Okay, church at Ephesus, here's your story. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. End of verse one and end of story. That is the gospel. 
As for you, oh, you were dead. Not bad, not, not church, not uh, we weren't as committed as we needed to be, not that we hadn't really you know, decided what we wanted to do. No, you were dead in sins and in trespasses because, because sin leads to death. The wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And he could have just stopped right there, but he unpacks what that looked like in their life. But just jump over with me to verse four. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. And so those are the two ideas that when you really get your hands around the Greek text here, those are the two ideas that are the bookends of this thought. Oh, as for you, you were dead in your sins, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love for us, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our trespasses. You were dead, but God is a God of mercy and a God of love, and he made us alive together in Christ. This, this is the story of the whole gospel. There is a major dilemma and a massive offer, and that's what's on the table today. The major dilemma is that sin makes us dead, and that's true even from the very beginning. Look, if you will, in Genesis to the very beginning of our story, the story of God and of his redemption. The third chapter, the very first pages of Scripture, Genesis 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. And so even at the outset, God was giving us this same opportunity. He said, there is a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat of that tree and don't touch that tree because that tree will lead to death. But there also is a tree that leads to life. In fact, I lead to life. This whole story leads to life. Choose life. And so the enemy comes on the scene. He's starting to sort of slice and dice about what did God say and what didn't God say and what did God mean and what, what didn't God mean. And so he comes in verse four with a, a huge contradictory conclusion. And he says back to the woman, you will not surely die. The serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now that part was right. They would know good and evil and the evil would bring death to their lives. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. And the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. And in a heartbeat, death came to Adam and Eve and to the human race. Just as promised, sin led 
to death. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.